This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the true school. Yo, what up? I'm your boy Lawrence G. And this is your boy Joey Burnham. And this is the, the Grown, Grown Ass, Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Uh, today's theme, ladies and gentlemen, definition of a real nigga. Real nigga. But before we get into all that, man, what's going on, Joey Burnham? What's up? It's Joey Burnham. I'm here. I'm feeling good. That's what's up, man. Just for y'all that don't know, uh, this is my literal, actual brother. Actually, the whole purpose of this show is really just for us to sit down and kick it and we decide to just invite y'all in on the conversations that we have on a daily basis. A bonding experience between brothers. That's He is my older brother. I am the the younger brother. That sounds very beautiful. That sounds very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Uh, you asked me earlier about Baby Coco. For that, for y'all that don't know, and for those of y'all who maybe care or don't care, I just recently had a baby. Um, actually, my uncle for the umpteenth time. My uh, daughter was actually. She's like my oldest daughter's fourteen, and this one is four months. So like it's a fourteen year gap. So it's like just when I thought I was through, they, they pulled, pulled me, me back, back in. <laughs> So literally, she did. Oh well. Anyway, but um, yeah. So you know, basically, just to give you a pretty much a rundown of what this show is, man. It's just we both grown ass men. We both in their thirties. I'm thirty seven. I'm tired of um, you know, I'm tired of guys that's older approaching their forties, like either getting away from hip hop because it's supposed to be quote unquote a young man's sport. Or acting like a fucking 15-year-old. And I'm tired of the young kids acting like the old men in hip-hop don't have anything to contribute to the culture. So, pretty much, I came to my brother with the idea of this show because we grown-ass men. And we love hip-hop. I mean, I'm 37. My brother is, what, you're 33, right? I'm 33 years old. And to piggyback on what you're saying, um, you know, you can be grown and enjoy hip-hop. Hip-hop, for the most part, it is a young man's sport. But it is also, it's something we all grow up with and we carry it close to our hearts. So, you know, me being 33 years old, I'm not going to stop loving hip hop, listening to hip hop. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. So when I'm 53, hip hop will be in my life. So long story short, hip hop doesn't have to be exclusively and just for the younger crowd. Exactly. You, we need grown man hip hop, you know, not to cut you off, but we, we need grown man hip hop because that's what pushes the culture forward. Um, the young people are the future and they do push the culture forward, but they can only do so much. They need OGs. Not that I'm an OG yet. I hope to nigga, be. Nigga, you an OG. Okay, I'm a fucking nigga, OG. Nigga, you an OG. Nigga, hip hop yeah. goes in dog years, nigga. Well, thanks for making me feel old. You old, nigga. You 33. But that's what the show is about. There ain't nothing wrong with that. So. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with being old and loving hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just, I, I just want, this show is for motherfuckers who pay bills. This motherfucker is for 
I mean, I'm saying motherfucker a lot. I'm hoping you're not playing this around your kids unless you let your kids say motherfucker a lot. But, you know, this is for grown people, it's man. It's our show. We do what we want to do. You damn right. You know, so, but, you know, this show for grown-ups, man. This show is for motherfuckers who have bills. It's for people that got mortgages, got, do 40 hours a week, and, and just live real life but still love hip-hop. And I'm going to say this before we go any further. I can't speak for my brother, but I am not a hip hop snob. I listen to everything from Young Thug to Run the Jewels. I love hip hop. I listen to everything. I'm not a snob. So if my brother, I, I really can't speak for what you do. I know you kind of more of a traditionalist when it comes to hip hop, but me, you know, I, I listen to the full gamut because I, I really feel like music is. You got to listen to it with your ears sometimes and, and and not all the way with your brain, for lack of a better expression. What what he's trying to say is that his Tell little... Tell nobody what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm, I'm going to translate to help people out. Me, Joey Burnham, he's trying to say I'm a hip-hop snob. Uh, no, and, I ain't trying to say this, you're a hip hop snob. No, 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 you're not a hip hop snob. Because I, I said you're a hip hop traditionalist. I didn't say you a snob because you 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 don't remind me of a snob. You don't come off like a snob to me. Well, let me let me say this, and I'm just gonna be real. For the most part, I am a hip hop traditionalist. I'm not necessarily stuck in the past because you shouldn't be that way. But I am a bit. I'm like thirty percent hip hop snob, seventy percent just an open minded person. So the hip hop snobism is uh, is strong with me. I just believe that hip hop is something that should uh, it should move the culture forward. And there are certain songs, certain artists that are coons, and they are bad for the culture. And I, you know, I'm not afraid to say that. And if I sound like an uh, old ass man, if if I sound dated, if I sound like a snob, I really don't care if i do i mean at this point you should be grown enough to hold your opinion and stand right there yeah, you know that's my opinion. but you know you said something a while back you used the word coon which brings me back to the theme of this show which is definition of a real nigga right yeah, yes sir um so first of all you know part of my job on this show is to start shit that is what i do I'm a shit starter. I'm a troll. I love it. That is my position online and in life. Which means I'll be putting out a lot of fires. Pretty much. Pretty much. So today. Not um, all. Not all of them because I ride with my brother. Some of them fires I'm going to start up with this nigga. So. But, you know, today, keeping in with the theme, um, once again, the theme of the show or, or this uh, conversation piece right here is definition of a real nigga. So all my real niggas, I want you to just, well, maybe ain't too many real niggas listening because, you know, you motherfuckers ain't technologically technologically savvy and shit unless it's got something to do with AK-47 and a bag of blunts. Yo daddy wasn't no fuck. <laughs> he was a lost nigga in my Lux voice. <laughs> he wasn't no gangster. He was a lost nigga. So, so, so let me talk to all my real niggas. See, Joe, look, See, today, I want to talk to all you niggas. I want to talk to you real niggas out here. See, it's all type of niggas in the world, Joe. I didn't know. If, I don't know if you knew this, but it's all kind of niggas in the world. See, 
You got bitch niggas, broke niggas, bum niggas, rich niggas, dumb niggas, punk ass niggas, lame niggas, whack niggas, them niggas over there, sand niggas, fly niggas, and hood niggas. But none of them niggas are niggas. Are real <laughs> niggas. Are real niggas. All of these niggas that I just mentioned are, are the niggas that this nigga aspires to be. This All these like niggas, they they... They aspire to be this nigga. And you know what kind of nigga that Quentin is? Quentin Tarantino movie. All these niggas we you know, spewing out. <laughs> you, know what, you know what kind of nigga that is? A real nigga. And I got this clip that I'm going to play for y'all. You know, and it's, you know, we'll just say what goes on in the day in the life of some real niggas. What up, though? About to see a nigga get slugged and shit with a vest on. Show you how these real niggas do real things, baby. That's what it is. Ain't right, nigga. Ain't right. You high, you high. Uh, oh, this nigga is about to fall. Uh, that shit hurted a little bit. That nigga killed me, man. Damn. Call the police. This nigga didn't kill me. <laughs> uh, my shit, I ain't even seen nothing. Oh, shit, I ain't seen nothing. And that's what it is, dog. Real niggas do real things, dog. Yeah, we back after letting y'all hear that clip. If you weren't really clear on what exactly was going on. Let me give you the lowdown. So we got nigga A who puts on a bulletproof vest pow, pow. and tells nigga B to shoot him with a 38 Ow. with the bulletproof vest on. And if you heard correctly, yes, he actually shot that nigga. And he said this phrase, real niggas do real things so joe if that's some real niggas here's my question then i don't want to be a real nigga what am i a fake nigga you a fuck nigga because you won't let somebody shoot you with a vest on and how come like you ain't no real nigga you ain't never sold dope you ain't never been shot you ain't never did jail time or been in these streets take a penitentiary chances how can you be a real nigga without stripes and street credibility well, credibility. Credibility. But here's the question though. What am I? Well, it depends on your mind frame. Uh, if you want to be stereotypical, what these people see as real niggas or what they uh, feel a real nigga is, is basically an ignorant ass, criminal ass nigga. A real nigga, that, a criminal ass nigga can be a real nigga. And a non-criminal nigga can be a bitch-ass nigga. But it's not that black and white, you know. Um, there are a lot of real niggas who work at banks. There are a lot of real niggas in prison. That's some bullshit. So, ain't no niggas working at banks. <laughs> they don't let niggas work at banks because niggas will try to rob it. You yeah. can't give a nigga a motherfucking code to a vault. We talking about real niggas in this episode. But that's my point. That's our point. Because I know you're just joking and, you know, the listeners, that this is his sense of humor. This is our sense of humor. So we kind of kooky and crazy with the shit. I don't have a sense of humor. I'm real with this shit. Cause, I mean Because he's a I'm real saying. nigga. I'm a real nigga. You know, my dad said something that always stuck with me that I always thought was funny. Because, you know, we used to have these conversations with dad all the time. And he always, you remember that saying he used to have? Niggas and flies, oh, niggas yeah. and flies. The more I deal with niggas, the more I love flies. Yeah. 
And so, so my, like I said, man, this whole definition of being a real nigga, it's so hip hop inspired. It's weird that it's so hip that you ain't a real nigga unless you shot somebody with an AK. You ain't a real nigga if you ain't taking care. If you taking care of your, if you wait, you ain't a real nigga. Yeah, I said it right. If you taking care of your kids, you ain't a real nigga. If you got a wife, you ain't a real nigga. If you got a mortgage, you ain't a real nigga. So it's like all these stupid stereotypes that go on. It's like hip hop machismo is all into. Uh, uh, dumb shit. It's like you know, a bunch of just dumb shit. Like I can't even explain what I'm saying, but it's just a bunch of dumb shit. And I'm sitting here looking like, how can I be real in a world with real niggas? Well, let's 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 break it down, right? Break it on down. Like like I was saying before, a real nigga. Is a real man, and but according just, to these dudes, they are real men. Cause that them, them two niggas was but, real but men. But let me finish. Let me finish. I'm not talking about what nobody else is saying. This is my opinion, and you know I have flawless logic, so my opinion should be valued by all. But my point is this: What is a real nigga? In my opinion, a real nigga is a real man. Right. Somebody in prison. Somebody in the streets. He can be a real nigga. So, so being a real nigga is not def is not defined by location because it's a lot of real niggas in prison. It's a lot of fake niggas in prison. Being a real nigga is not defined by toughness or a lack of a jail record or how much money. Being a real nigga is being a real man. Right. That's what it is to me. Being a real strong man that takes care of your responsibilities and you command and you demand respect. So let me I'm ask you this gonna, before you go further. Let me ask you this question. So should we start separating those two phrases? I by don't saying think so. is there you know, instead of saying I'm a real nigga. Because there's already a lot of controversy around the word nigga anyway. Just by us saying nigga. As many times as we've said it, it's throwing somebody off right now. But we all know how, you know, hip hop is taking the word and put power into it. And literally, we've moved into a generation where the word nigga means man and bitch means woman. So it's like if you're not in the culture and you're not in tune with what's going on, you hear these words niggas and bitch. And you actually think they saying niggas and bitches, but it's code language for man and woman. Mm -hmm. So my question is, do we start to separate the two? I don't think so. So what defines a real what defines a real nigga in the ways that we're talking about? You know, again, uh what defines a real nigga in the ways that we're talking about is somebody who can command and demand respect, somebody who stands on their beliefs. A real nigga can be translated into a real man. What is your definition? Everybody has different definitions of a real nigga. And I think the definition changes the older you get. When you're 13 years old, a real nigga may be that guy who sells dope and, and packs a pistol, which he could be a real nigga. You know, who a, you know who the real nigga was when I was 13? Who was the real nigga? It was Hawk Hogan. I mean, if that's because I wasn't in the streets at thirteen, that was the that was the realest, manliest man to me was Hawk fucking Hogan because that motherfucker told you, uh, say your prayers at night and take your vitamins, and he ripped mm -hmm. his shirt off. 
and, <laughs> and he and I and I heard a rumor he used to be a porn star. So that and he got pussy. He and just got paid. He, <laughs> he had money he and he was a champion. That was a real nigga to me. Hulk Hogan. And that's kind of ironic. I called him a real nigga after he I know, called right? you know used the word nigga. He a real nigga. He's a real nigga for calling us niggas. Hulk Hogan can get away with saying the word nigga. So all you niggas he entertained for years. You niggas ought to be ashamed of yourself. Not letting Hulk Hogan slide with the word nigga. Nah, don't let him slide with the word nigga. Why not? It's Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is my nigga. I am a real nigga. A real nigga. I am a real nigga. Yeah, that sounds better. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, that might be a song in the mix. Don't you fuck-ass rappers out. You, 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 You SoundCloud ass Facebook spamming ass rappers take that shit because we're gonna we rap too and then uh, and, and we might take that shit it. even though pastor troy did it years yeah, ago i was just gonna say that pastor troy did that shit the real american yeah but, uh, that's that's going back to the whole real nigga conversation uh I, I think a real nigga is a real man and anybody who values being a man taking care of their responsibilities not running away from adversity anybody who has a tough heart that's a real nigga um again you can be from two different walks of life you could be the type of person who never was involved in the streets but you can still be a real nigga you can be a banker and be a real nigga because what are you doing you taking care of your responsibilities you coming back home to your family you making sure your kids are straight you you don't you're not a pushover and the white man trusts you with all that money yeah i don't know if that Qualifies you as being a real nigga Yes or no but Real niggas can do math I mean yeah Yeah that's what I'm That's why he work in the bank Because he's a real nigga He was a straight A student in math A real nigga is somebody Who calls his own shots But he can do a lot of math That's a real nigga He used to sell dope Because he couldn't read Mm. He flunked out of school And he got good at math And And he went and got a job Because the street life wasn't for him that's 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 a real nigga in the streets. That 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 is a real nigga though. You joking, but that is a real nigga. Somebody who's responsible enough and smart enough and has enough wherewithal to say, you know what, this isn't for me. Let me make the transition. That's a real nigga. A real nigga is somebody. How can I say it? They they stand for something. That that's what a real nigga is. And the and here's where the problem comes in. People think they know what a real nigga is. But they don't know what a real nigga is. Stereotypically, a real nigga is someone who a thug, a thug street nigga. Tupac was a thug. Is stereotypically one of my favorite rappers, my favorite rapper. A thug street nigga is stereotypically what we see or what hip hop views as a real nigga. Okay, well, let's talk about Tupac. And he can be a real nigga. Let's talk about Pac for a minute because Pac was a. Pac was a nigga. Yeah, he was a, a real, real nigga. nigga. If you asked them two niggas in that clip, what's the definition of a nigga? Depending on their age, depending on their age, they might say Tupac. And, and I would and agree. Tupac, with and Tupac talked about some dumb shit too. But Tupac was a real nigga. Did he have flaws? Yes. But Tupac was a real nigga. Tupac was a real man. Um. But. So is Kanye West. So is Barack Obama. Now, see, that's my definition of a real nigga for real right there. 
That's my definition of a real nigga. Should I be calling Barack Obama a nigga? I kind of feel a way about that. I really don't. Is Barack Obama a nigga? He's a real nigga. Barack Obama is a real nigga, and Tupac is a real nigga. Martin Luther King is a real nigga. Is Malcolm young, X is, is a real thug nigga. Is a real nigga? Um, young Thug is. He probably got some real nigga ways. I, I don't know, man. He's very coonish to me, but I don't. Is I don't. Is homie get down Quan with a real nigga? I like Quan. I fuck with Quan though. It's crazy that I don't, I don't fuck with a uh, young thugger, but I fuck with Quan. Dude, I, I listened to Slime Season Three. Like I'm like the hip hop purist in me does not want to like Young Thug. It's just like it's just like some artists I just don't like. I just don't want to like. But I keep going to Young Thug's music like, all right, you weird ass nigga, I want to give you a shot. And you know, I listen to Slime Season Three. It's only got eight songs. See, so it's 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 just enough for me to be like, all right, I can handle eight songs. I like the shit. I really I I, I like Young Thug, and it's not because of his lyricism. It's not because of the beats, because really, you know, trap beats they kind of get redundant. I just like what the nigga doing. And then every now and then he actually do say some fly shit. Like he could put a couple bars together. You be like, all right, then, nigga, I wasn't expecting that. Mm, I'm not a fan of him. Okay, let me ask you a question. Why? Because I, because I, I, I got an answer. Because I asked somebody else this, and I just want to hear your definition of why, your explanation of why you don't like Young Thug. It's about music. I don't know him as a person. If I meet Young Thug, he's probably a very cool, he might be a real nigga in real life. I don't know nothing about him personally. The only thing I have is his music to judge him from. With that being said, he can't rap to me. I'm 33 years okay, old. Okay, define rap. Define what rapping is. Rap is an art form. Now, let me preface what I'm about to say by this. Art can't be told what to do or how to sound or how to look. Art is uh, it's as different as the person who's creating the art. Right. So who's to say that Young Thug isn't art? Okay. I prefaced it. I said what I had to say. Now here goes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is that thirty percent snob coming here's the third live and direct through the microphone. But here's Joey Burnham's opinion. And I'm I got one percent snob in me. I got one percent snob. It's not hard to get over, but I got about one percent. I'm like ninety nine percent hip hop liberal. What I like about hip hop is someone who can string together punchlines, metaphors, similes, entendres. Um, someone who's witty, someone who can take the English language and bend it to their will and uh, use lyrics as a weapon. Um, their, their content, they may be talking about the streets. They may be talking about love. They may be talking about whatever. But as long as you can take your words and paint a beautiful picture, uh, I don't feel... That young thug does that. Does he have tight beats? I like his hooks. I like young thug's beats. Sonically, young thug is really, he's really good sonically. His music sounds good. But lyrically, he falls short. And I understand 
his brand of music is not about lyrics. The nigga does trap music. I mean, exactly. It's trap. And that's another. That's Which T.I. did trap and he had lyrics. Well, T.I. did. Trap isn't synonymous trap has with whackness. Trap has changed from when T.I. and Jeezy was doing it. It's. I don't. It, this is like. Like when T.I. came out with trap, it was like an extension of crunk. You know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was an extension of crunk and it was. Definitely them talking about the trap lifestyle. The word trap ain't new. You know, back in the day, niggas used to say, let me go check my traps. That mean they was going around seeing where they could get their money from. The word trap been around for a long time. Just first for- time I heard the, the word trap, which I'm pretty sure it originated in Atlanta. The first time I heard the word trap was on like the first or second Goody Mob CD. So this is back in like 95, 96, 97, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I say like 96. Say, like I, 96. And I think uh, I specifically remember hearing the word trap on uh, Equimini. Yeah. A trap. Yeah, that little poem they was doing. Yeah, that poem. That's why I specifically remember the word trap. And so that the word was trap That was like what, 95? That was like uh, Equimini. No, equipment I was like 96, 97, 98, somewhere in there. Oh, 96, okay. 97, 98, somewhere in there. Don't quote me. But so the word, you know, it was a, it was they, T.I. was really speaking from a, a lifestyle perspective. And he was this sonically. He was this offshoot of crunk. You know, crunk had kind of turned into this other. I hate that crunk kind of started to define what the southern sound was. And that Atlanta was being defined as what the South was sonically. But that's neither here nor there. I'll get back to that in a minute. And now we moved from there, from 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 T.I. to Jeezy. We moved into other artists who, and, and Trap kind of turned into a musical genre all its own. And it became a sound and it warped and it is slow down drumming bass type thing so now that's where we stand with trap so when we say trap i don't even think about what ti did i'm thinking about the musical genre and if we talking about trap as a hip-hop sub genre right now the tool to do it the best well actually you gotta you gotta you gotta include gucci because gucci was right there in that turn Gucci was like that third artist right after T.I. and Jeezy that came in and took Trap from this offshoot of, of Crunk that spoke to this certain lifestyle and turned it and, and kind of was in that wave when Trap broke off and started becoming his own thing. So the best three to do it are Future, Gucci, and Young Thug. If you specifically want to talk about Trap music. Because it is his own genre. Now we have to respect the fact that it's his own genre. And inside those confines, and that, and that's how I had to learn how to listen to. That's how I learned had to learn how to listen to trap music. I had to say, okay, I am going to the trap music section of my phone to listen to trap music, and I can listen to it in that confine. Because if I listen to it in the whole uh, spectrum of hip hop, then it gets lost and it has no value, and it's you know dumb shit. But when you put it inside that proper box, dude, the Young Thug out now, Barter Six, eh, it was not great to me. It was all right. It had its moments. But Slime Season 3 is a good listen. And it's it's an album you can, 
it's one of them things. It's a great album to go to if you don't feel like digesting shit. If you want to feel like digesting shit, that's when you go to the new Royce. You know what I'm saying? That's when you go download the new Royce. If you just if you just want to vibe out and just and just have some brainless music with some good ass beats and a punchline that might catch you every now and then, Slime Season Three. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was real reluctant. I had to talk to the rap guys about this one because because I was real reluctant about uh, uh, Dirty Sprite Two. I'm just now getting on Dirty Sprite Two. I haven't even started. I I kind of don't want to listen to uh, what Purple Rain and EVOL from Future. Uh, I, I you know I had to talk to the rap guys about that one because I was like, all right, I'm. I'm finna go and I'm finna listen to Dirty Sprite 2. And I'm gonna tell you why I started listening to Dirty Sprite 2. Because I was listening to, uh, I think it was Combat Jack. And he had um, uh, Big Daddy Kane's producer, uh, Mr. C. He had Mr. C on there. And, you know, Mr. C is still doing radio. And Mr. C was like, Dirty Sprite 2 is this generation's greatest trap record. And around that time, I was already thinking about trap as his own musical genre. And I was like, you know what? Just because, and for those of y'all that don't know, Mr. C uh, produced Biggie and he produced Big Daddy Kane and he was a real integral part in 90s rap. So for Mr. C to say Dirty Sprite 2 is one of the greatest modern trap records. That's one hell of an endorsement. That's one hell of an endorsement. I feel what you're saying. I mean, basically, from what I'm hearing you say, you're basically saying that trap music is a genre all its own where bars are not needed. No, uh, you just need a if, good ass hook and a bang ass beat. If you're a hip hop traditional backpack type of nigga, then that may not be, you know, the bars that you're looking for. Hip hop. Hip hop niggas may not get down with it because it doesn't have the bars they're looking for. And I can speak for myself and say that that's why I don't listen to those particular artists. Now, I can't listen to all of them. I don't listen lie. to Future. Again, he sounds good sonically, but he ain't got enough bars for me. Um, Young Thug ain't got enough bars for me. I like Quan. That's kind of like my my guilty pleasure. Quan, I, I fuck with Quan a long way. Um, Have you heard the Rich Homie Quan uh, freestyle that he did over Hit Him Up? No, I haven't heard. Oh, that, that shit is horrible. For real, that shit is horrible. Shit is awful. Yeah. So yeah, it was, yeah, he disrespected but, Tupac and trap music. But I'll say, I'll say this though. Um, but again, I don't go to him for real rap. If if you're an open minded person, <clears throat> if you are an open minded stereotypical backpack rapper then you should be open-minded enough to put down the gang star cd and pick up future that's being open-minded being open-minded is being able to say you know what i've been doing a let me sample b so i can see if i like it or not i heard it oh i don't like it back to my side of town vice versa if you listen in the future you should be open-minded enough to go listen to Royce the Five Nine and say, "Okay, well, I tried Royce. I didn't like it. Let me hop back on Future." Now, 
You know, that's, that's an ideal world. People pretty much stay within their that, boxes and their music. I'm not even that deep. It's like, here, here, I'm going to tell you how I got into other Give other stuff a chance. Is this what is I'm how saying. I started Be giving other stuff a chance. To give other stuff a chance. This is how I started giving other stuff a chance. And I've given them a chance. See. And I don't fuck with that. Let me tell you, because see, we come from a different generation where it's like our musical tastes are defined because it was like you had a CD. And a CD was damn near $20. And you had to make the right choice on that damn CD because you was only finna get one. I don't give a fuck what came out that Tuesday. You was getting one. Unless uh, unless you had just happened to be balling that day and maybe you could afford two or three. But typically you had one CD. And you went and bought that one CD. And that's what you listened to. Oh, if you wanted to listen to some music, you put in that CD because it was the new shit and, and you loved it and you'd already heard it 30 times in that day. But see, now when the music is coming in bundles and it's coming at you so damn fast. So how I got to where I'm at now listening to music is because I was like, okay, I started downloading so much shit. You know what I'm saying? Going, getting shit from iTunes and other sites and downloading so many damn albums and other sites means bootleg people um <laughs> and so i started getting all this other shit and i was like you know what i'm gonna start giving some of this other stuff a try because i got a delete button number one i'm damn near getting some of this shit for free because you're open-minded so it's like if i don't fuck with it i'm gonna delete it even though i don't like the artists that you uh, musically i can't rock with them but you're open-minded right you're a hip-hop nigga right but you're open-minded. You you listen to Kanye. You listen to real hip hop. Oh, I'm a Kanye apologist, dude. Kanye can do can't do shit wrong for me. But you open-minded enough to listen to Future, right? And that's that's cool. And this that's, was that's my, what I listen, to and do. I listen to. Um, and you ended up liking some of that stuff. You ended up liking some of the Young Thugs, some of the Future. Me, on the other hand, I was open-minded enough to step out of my backpack and go into the trap, modern trap. And I'm not a fan. Now, here, here it is with me. Because I like bars, I fuck with T.I. Right. See, in, in my mind, and, you know, I guess it's the difference between modern trap and the trap that came before that. Um, I just want bars. I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care if you're talking right. about right. love, killing. Uh, if you're talking about, if you have a, a, a pro-black uh, situation going on. I don't care what your content is. I don't even care what kind of beats you rap over. It could be a tune beat. It can be a DJ Premier beat. You could be talking about how you slaughter MCs. You could be talking about how you whip that work. As long as you got bars, that's why I can fuck with Ti because he a trap nigga, but he got bars. That's why I can fuck with Royce the Five Nine. He's a traditional hip hop nigga. He got bars. I just need bars. I don't care what your genre of hip hop is or your sub sub genre. I don't care what your sub genre is as long as you got bars. I want, I want, I want to go back a minute to the beginning of the Young Thug statement. I asked you that question because I asked somebody else why they don't fuck with Young Thug. Mm-hmm. And they, all the reasons they gave me didn't have shit to do with music. I don't fuck with that nigga because, man, them real niggas don't wear no tight pants. You know what I'm saying? Real nigga, nigga, nigga be doing that gay shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? That, I don't even know what that nigga saying, man. But I'm like, what I got to do with the music, nigga? That ain't got nothing to do with the music, but I tell you this. 
those reasons he put out are reasons I don't fuck with Young. What Thug. the fuck do pants have to do? You you fuck with Kanye? I like his music. I don't like. Here's the thing. Let me ask you. No, no, no. Don't explain. No, no, no. Do you fuck with Kanye? I fuck with Kanye. Kanye wear tight pants and kilts. I don't like it. What but the I fuck like did that got to do with the music? It, it has absolutely nothing to do with the music. But do I like Kanye's music? Yes. Do I think he's an asshole in certain ways? Yes. Do I like his fashion choices? No. So I'm kind of proving your point. Really, you you have to separate the music from this shit because Kanye makes good music, but you know, for all we know, Young Thug might record naked. What the fuck do clothes have to do with anything? You got a great point, but see, and that's the shit that I hate. Like, I I had this conversation with a dude a while, like years ago, when we was talking about Gucci, and I. I, I'm a I'm a late Gucci fan because you know you know we I, I, I early Gucci the nigga came out with like seventy six mixtapes and I, I I didn't like a single one of them yeah, so I'm, I'm a late I, Gucci, like right now because I understand what he was what what the whole concept was and what was going on I can appreciate Gucci now inside once again that trap arena I can respect what Gucci is Gucci like I said if you're talking about trap rappers he top five. In trap, he's top five. You gotta mention Gucci and as top five in trap music. But we was talking about Gucci, and this nigga, I said, man, I don't fuck with Gucci, man. That nigga can't rap, man. I just don't like what that nigga be saying. And he had some hits. So this was during the time of she's a very freaky girl and and all that shit. This was in that. So the nigga had some hits. I just wasn't messing with him. And we was talking about Gucci. And this dude was from the ATL. He was like, man, I fuck with Gucci, man. That nigga really be having that work, man. I was, you know, that nigga really be having that work, nigga. That nigga really be having them bricks, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That nigga be, you know what I'm saying, doing that real shit, my nigga. And I'm sitting here looking at this nigga. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with the music? The nigga can't rap. So it's like all these, it's like, so, and that's that social media shit. Because it's like all these dudes have created this little universe that they live in and that they 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 dwell in. And so it's like what they and, and that's another thing with rap. It's like so everything that you see, you associate with their music. And it's almost like a personal preference. Like if I like if I'm a dope boy and I like the fact that it looked like you got some dope and you look like you was doing some shit, then I like your music. Well, if if you know what I'm saying? If if well, I'm not a nigga that wears and yeah, I'm that was yawning that. on the goddamn. This mic. nigga just yawned on the microphone. He's rude. Um, you just contradicted yourself, um, because Young Thug can't rap. Yeah, but I said this was early before I understood what trap was. Did I no? Did I say good? No, no. Young Thug can't rap. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this nigga is a fucking lyricist. That what I said was he can hit you. He got some bars. That'll sneak through on you every now and then. I can't quote too many of them, but he got some bars that you be like, okay, young thug, okay, I'm gonna give you that when you you, you strung that together. What I appreciate but about I, but young I understand thug, what you're saying. You're saying is modern trap isn't about lyrics and bars. Nope. And if you appreciate it for what it is, because at some point, bro, you gotta turn your brain off and just listen instead to of music. hating on it for what it isn't. 
Right. If you appreciate it for what it is, then you will enjoy it. If you remove the cerebral aspect of the lyrics and the bars and the punchlines and assemblies, if you're being that much of a stickler, if if you're being that much of a stickler, then you won't understand what trap is about. So, is trap is about a feeling it's and a, a vibe feel. and it's about and a it's lifestyle about, and it's about life the lifestyle and it's about youth and it's about the melody and yeah. it's about the thing it's about that, everything but but lyrics but lyrics it's about everything but lyrics and it's like and I'm fine with that because it what a lot of people say especially you old ass niggas I always talk Us. about it. yeah <laughs> man hip hop dead man nigga ain't no real shit I out disagree there. with that man is Get get listen. Hip hop never. Hold die. on, hold on. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you, old ass, motherfucking, non-looking ass. Got your smartphone in your hand. Stay on Facebook, DMing young bitches twenty-four hours a day, complaining about what's on the radio. Ass, two kid having ass, mortgage paying ass, put some gas in my wife car ass. Retirement plan, 401k, working as 30, 45 year old motherfuckers. Let me tell you something. Let me talk to you motherfuckers right now. Get off the radio. And I'm, I'm going to be quiet for just a second. Let that shit marinate. Get off the radio. Turn off the radio. Since you old niggas, since you niggas is old, what's that song, uh, Public Enemy? Turn off that bullshit. Turn off that goddamn radio. Turn off the damn radio. I know Dead Press got a song like that. So. Turn off the damn radio. What you looking for ain't on the radio. That shit that you want, that you grew up on, it's not on the radio. It's never going to be on the radio. The radio is not designed that way no more. The radio has become one mass conglomerate. It's one big ball of corporate bullshit that they are serving to the nation. This is true. Get online. Find me. You can at me at I'm Lawrence G on Twitter. You can find me and you can ask me what the hot shit is. I will tell you where to go, who it is, and how to get it. The you niggas is too damn old to be lazy. I understand you got a Shameless life. plug. <laughs> the hell yeah. You niggas is too old to to I understand you niggas got a life. You motherfuckers got kids to raise. You got a baby in college. You got a Work on your 1989 uh, 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 Trans Am That's in the backyard You got shit to do I understand that You grown Cause I'm grown I have shit to do But it's good hip hop Hip hop right now Is in the best place It has been in a long time Hip hop ain't been this good Since two since the early 2000s And I'm saying that Is because you can find What you into If you fuck with trap you can find trap. If you want somebody who gives you that old school eight ball and MJG UGK feel, you can find it. If you like traditional hip hop, you can find it. If you like bars that are out there, you don't you do not have to limit yourself by the radio. Okay. I'm getting off my soapbox now and back to the conversation. So um in terms of being a real nigga, would you say that a young thug is a real nigga. Uh, young thug is a real nigga. Uh, yeah, in the in the uh, in the coon sense of the word, fuck yeah, he's a real nigga. And that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a real. Well, actually, I can't say. I mean, you got to preface it. Let's 
let's not throw somebody under the bus. I First throw him under the bus. I'm not gonna call that nigga a coon. I'm not gonna say he's a coon. I can say he's a coon, so I guess I will throw him under the bus. But what I want to say is this: if you don't know somebody personally, it's hard to make that. Yeah, because I don't know the man personally. You I'm, can only go on music. And do I think? Do I? Do I? According to what I hear from Young Thug, he is a coon more than he is a real nigga. He sounds like a, he sounds and looks and acts like a coon. So you say he's a parody? He's whatever he's you want to call. So he's modern step and fetch it. Yes, he is. Google step and fetch it. So you young niggas that's listening don't know who it is. Learn something. Now, in his personal life, he's probably the best person you can meet. He's probably super responsible. I don't know nothing about him personally, but I can now, only I will judge him based on his music. I will say Musically, this. Musically, I'm not feeling him. I will say this. I, I, I can't speak to his character, but... T.I. did an interview recently, and I want to say, I can't think about it. I know it was on another podcast. I want to say. T.I. is a real nigga. I want to say Elliot Wilson. I want to say he was on a Rap Radar podcast. I shouldn't be plugging you niggas, but um, he has done 50 songs with Young Thug. He's spent a lot of time with Young Thug. And he said, and this he said, she said shit, I really don't like to do, but he said that Young Thug. Besides all the stuff that you see on social media and all that, and it's public or something, that he's a real nigga. That like he bought that life. That he, I mean, like he bought that life. Like he's he's a person that you know doesn't play. He's just a fucking weirdo. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't speak to his character, so he could be. I mean, you can meet Young Thug and Young Thug. I mean, but let's be specific here. I want to be real specific in my speech. All right. You don't have to be about that life to be a real nigga. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Again, I'm going to go back to my other. A real nigga is somebody who stands for something. That's all a real nigga is. That's it. That's all a real nigga is supposed to be at least. Right, 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 right. You could be in the streets and be a real nigga or a bitch nigga. You could be a banker and be a real nigga or a bitch nigga. It's about what you stand for. That's a real nigga. Right, right, right. And... A lot of the antics I see from Young Thug and a lot of these rap dudes is the opposite of a real nigga. A real nigga wouldn't do some of the stuff these dudes do. Well, let me let me hit you with this. Has the the have the characteristics of a real nigga change because you realize we old niggas in a new generation. We look at we're, we're looking at hip hop from an older man standpoint because we came from the golden quote unquote the golden era we come out of that so are we still are we standing back and we're because because these niggas represent a, a whole generation of uh, people right now has the definition of or the characteristics of real nigga changed is that the new real nigga we've always had trouble defining what a real man is what a real nigga is in the black culture. Like Nia said, black people are the teenagers of the world. So I don't know if we have ever reached a point of knowing what a, a, a real nigga is. I mean, the 60s and 70s, the civil rights movement is probably the most stand up that we have been as a people. And we were a bunch of real niggas back then because we fought for something. We stood for something and we took care of each other. Um, 
our disposition in America today, we don't necessarily do that. And, you know, for, we don't really have to as much because we made a lot of strides. We need to. Um, but that's what a real nigga is to me. Somebody who stands for something and believes in something. And I forgot, I kind of forgot what, what question you asked me. Well, what are the characteristics of a real nigga? To me, the characteristic, the character, the modern characteristics, because the initial question was, we know what our generation would define a real nigga. As. And that's, that's what I was saying. You remind me. That's what I was saying. Our generation didn't necessarily know what a real nigga was either. Mm. What I don't think after the seventies, we, we lost what it means to be a real nigga. Right around the crack era. Right around the crack era, we fucked up the definition of a real nigga. And that's because uh, the, the, the civil rights era, they had got old. And the crack era, see, the, the crack era was the separation between the hip hop era and the civil rights era. And it was like, see, the, the crack generation was our parents. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was a weird situation because they came they came from the Motown era, which was tied into the civil rights era. So not only did they not understand the music, they didn't understand our principles. Yeah, because we didn't have any principles because everybody that was in our life to give us principles and guide us was on crack. The, so there was that separation. And also the hip-hop era you know, NWA was calling motherfuckers bitches and fuck the police and Ice T was talking about six in the morning and, and he was on some gangster shit and you know, we, we had just went fucking crazy. You know, because some of, the, of that came from social angst. Yeah, social angst and and, 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 you know, and feeling it, like the social you know, and feeling like the uh, uh civil rights era and feeling like the civil rights era actually uh failed us in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And so the civil rights era, they was old and they was looking at us like, them young niggas is crazy. Them young boys ain't got no, I ain't fooling with them. And young people being young people, we was looking at the old people like, y'all don't know what the fuck going on out here in the streets. Y'all don't know nothing about this shit. And it's the same thing repeating right now because the younger generation of hip hop really don't have no regard for the older generation of hip hop. You know, it's, they look at us like, ah, you old niggas. They mad. They mad at a lot of niggas in the game right now because of that 90s money that Puffy and and, and all them niggas got Jay-Z and all them niggas got because that money ain't the same now. So they looking at them like you niggas took up all the money. And then it's like and then right around 2000, hip hop took that turn and it became and it started to become something different. The South had taken over and it started to become something different from what it was. And then that, and that's that turn happened like real. It was like skirt. Real quick, skirt, skirt, skirt. It happened real quick, <laughs> and uh, and it left a lot. Hell, it left me for about four years. I was like, "What the fuck is going on around here? Like this shit hot now?" So, so I, I definitely know. And 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 when you took that turn, it's like we have to be careful, generation to generation, because that first generation will throw something out. And Bun B said this: when you when you create something and you throw it out there, you can't be mad at how it comes back at you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of try to understand what these young niggas is doing. I can't fuck with all of it. Because some of it is just like, okay, this shit is repetitive and it's getting on my damn nerves and it don't make no damn sense. And this nigga, this sound like the same beat these last four niggas was rapping on. So, yeah, okay. cookie cutter shit. That cookie cutter shit. I mean, I definitely but agree what with I, you. I said all that to say this. From generation to generation, standards change. And, and <clears throat> what 
Martin Luther King thought was real is not what Tupac thought was real. And what Tupac thought was real is not what uh, uh, French Montana thinks is real. Well, I'll say this. There has definitely been a deterioration of the black consciousness. Yes. I mean, we went from Martin Luther King to P.E. to Young Thug. And maybe I'm exaggerating a little no, bit. No, 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 no. I, I see where you're going. But my point is there has been a deterioration. That's a problem. And I think that's how you get a lot of bitch-ass niggas. And that's how you lose the real niggas because of the deterioration. And piggyback on what you was just saying. The older generation, the generation before, has a responsibility to put the new generation up on game. But the new generation, you know, the old the saying, you just wasted up wanna... on the young. And you like, fuck you old niggas. This our time. I know. You know, the, the new generation doesn't want to listen and the older generation doesn't necessarily want to hand the baton over. But for whatever reason, you know, I don't know why that happens, but, you know, and I don't. Really want to hey, go let me talk to you, that. young niggas, right, quick. But you it, it do know, you do know, you young motherfuckers, you know, and uh, barn you niggas doing some dumb shit like uh, overdosing on Molly and dying of a heart attack because you drank too much damn lean or getting shot in the motherfucking streets trying to be a blood. Uh, you know, barn that shit. You do know if you keep living, your young dumb asses is gonna get old, right? And you gonna be the nigga don't nobody want to listen to. Yep. Anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's about being a real nigga. And like I said before, being a real nigga is somebody who just has morals and principles. And being in the streets, being affiliated, and being down and entrenched in that hood shit, that doesn't necessarily make you a real nigga, but it doesn't make you the opposite of a real nigga either. It's about what kind of character. Yeah, yeah, you, you moving the weight. And you know you doing all that shit, but how? Where's your heart? What 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 what's your character about? And you can be a real nigga in the streets. You can be a real nigga in the bank, or you can be a bitch ass nigga in the bank or a bitch ass nigga in the streets. I know a lot of niggas who got. I know a lot of niggas who been to prison, who been shot, who done shot niggas. I know a lot of niggas who done move weight. I know a lot of niggas who are looked at as real niggas, but they really some bitch ass niggas. And I know some niggas who are looked at as bitch ass niggas, but they're really real niggas. Um, what makes somebody a real nigga is their character and their morals and principles. Uh, you bringing up an inter- interesting point. I, I, I was listening to you and it made me think about something else. Back to my statement about the crack era and us losing the people who were supposed to give us the morals and show us what a real nigga was. Now, you look at a situation where a parent is on crack, right? And that parent is uh, never home. That parent is, uh, you know, chasing crack and leaves the children to the streets. And the only way that if you're in the hood, a lot of circumstances go where the only way you can get it is if you get it out the streets, right? And if ain't nobody raising you when the streets are raising you, then all the shit you saw in the streets starts to look like real shit starts to look like real man shit just you you talk to the pimp if your pimp you know if the pimp is the only person that ever taught you how to talk to women that's real shit and you know 
Yeah, hold on. If the dope dealer is the only nigga that ever taught you how to count money, that looks like real shit. Forget everything else because you have to realize that people have real life interactions with people. They don't have real life interactions with your status. So they, the person who was teaching you how to talk to women may have been a pimp, but you didn't see him that way. You knew his occupation, but you knew him as a person. You knew the dope dealer's occupation was a dope dealer, but you knew him deeper as a person. And those were the people that raised you. And now you look at this street shit like this is the way I'm supposed to act. And that's and that's a problem because you end up dead or in jail and you didn't have a real man, a.k.a. real nigga to guide you and get you away from that. But I want to go back to the beginning. Let's talk about the character. Let's talk about why that person stepped into the streets. Um, you got a young man. He lives in a house and things are fucked up for him. And money needs to be made. Right. He's too young to go get a job, but he's not young enough to move that work. So everything you just said happens. He steps out into the street. He makes money and he gets the skewed sense of what a man is. But let's go back to the beginning. Why did he step into the streets? Because his heart and his moral code, no matter how skewed it may be, told him, you know what? Mama needs some help. Right. I got to move this work. Right. Did he make a bad decision? Yes. Yes. But did it come from his character? Did it come from his heart? Did it come from him trying to do the right thing? Yes. So there's some real niggaism. There's some real manism. Right. Right. That came from that. It started off with the the intentions were good. Obviously, you know, that's how you go. That's the road to hell. But that alone shows that it is a seed of real niggaism in that young man. Misguided real nigga. Misguided real niggaism. Um, now, let's talk about again, since I keep using this banker dope boy scenario. Now, let's t- talk about the banker. Right. The banker. Grows up in the same house. Let's say, let's say you got brothers. Let's right, say, let's right. say you got a set of brothers. One brother chooses the dope game because mama needs help. The other brother chooses education because mama needs help. They're both real niggas because they they said, you know what? I have to step up to the plate and make things happen. Right. I have to right. take this show that this this weight, put it on my shoulders, and I have to be the one to step out and make things happen for my family. That's what they both said right they're right. both real niggas obviously the one that's in the street bad things are going to happen to him and you know he's probably going to end up dead or and prison. if he was the younger brother then he probably got them conversations from mom because he was breaking my although he was trying to do the right thing you know you, you know how i go oh so you want to say i'm quoting the tyler perry movie right now oh so you want to say a dope that's what makes you a man now. That's Angela Bassett in uh, Meet the Browns. Mm. So that make that's what makes you a man now. Get out of my house. You know that kind of conversation. That kind of conversation more than likely had. And if the little brother was a part of those conversations, then he sees that that's not the way to go, and he tries to get an education and he does things different. So you still so there's still that uh, juxtaposition of. Uh, of 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 right and wrong, real and fake, good and bad, moral and immoral, kind of whole you know back and forth going on in the same family structure. Why? Because daddy ain't there. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep, yep. I definitely agree with you. So, yeah, the point that I was basically trying to make is being in the streets doesn't make you a real nigga. Staying away from the streets doesn't make you a bitch nigga. We have to redefine what we see as real and fake as bitch made and um, real nigga. These terms, we have to really sit down and think about what it means because we're, we're hurting ourselves as black people and we're hurting ourselves as a, as a, as a culture. You know, this, this is the grown ass man hip hop show. Hip hop, grown man. Either one of those could be the key word. For me, hip hop is the key word. Um, because hip hop is a culture and hip hop basically came from the civil rights movement and it started in a very conscious place. I know it started with partying and the whole call and response. It actually, it was the whole um, the uh, DJ the gang thing. thing. It was actually check out a documentary on Netflix called The Rumble Kings and you'll see. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. And check that out and you'll actually see the roots of hip hop. Because it actually was a uh, response to the gang culture. Because it was, you know, you, you know, everybody want to say that New York didn't have gangs back. No, New York didn't have Bloods and Crips. That was some West Coast shit. No, them niggas, they just didn't have two gangs that was beefing with each other. Them motherfuckers had hundreds of gangs that was beefing with each other. They had like crews. And shit. They had like neighborhood crews and area gangs. And you know what I'm saying? Everybody was beefing with each other. And, and uh, DJ Cool Herc. Out of that culture, because he was a black spade, out of that culture, he was like, you know what? We tired of seeing all these killings and all these. So let me do something that's going to change. And that's my point. The He's the, a real nigga. The environment. He's a real nigga for that. And, and he was a street nigga. He, and he's a, he, he is a real nigga. He was a street nigga. And that is where hip hop has its roots. Right. And that whole thing, like I said before, has been deteriorated. That consciousness. I'm not asking niggas to wear, to wear dashikis and, you know, talk with African accents. I'm not asking niggas to yeah, do that. Yeah, we don't need your niggas to act like arrested development. You know, we don't need that. I just want people to be aware of the imagery and the sounds and the music they put in the universe because... it. That affects the next generation. And like we were saying a few minutes ago, it's our responsibility to make sure the next generation is good. How do you do that? Well, you do that with your talents. What talents are we talking about now? Hip-hop. Rap. If you're a rapper, if you're a hip hop, make any music you want to. You can make shit about killing, about fucking hoes. You, you can make conscious music. It don't matter. Use your art to make the type of music you want. But... You also have a responsibility to put something out with some type of substance so the people listening to it can walk away from your music and be better. And, you know, that's a topic for another show I want to get into, but I'm going to touch on it right now. And that's a real nigga to me. I'm going to touch on it a little bit right now. Who are the, okay, what's the, who are the generation of rappers before future? Go back. I guess um, Jeezy and T.I. Now keep going back. Um, Master P, yeah, Scarface. Mm-hmm. What were they talking about? 
more, more let's 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 just stop right there we're not even gonna go on scarface because that's uh, that 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 that's an incredible conversation within itself, and that was a man who had morals and was a street nigga and balanced. Scarface is a real nigga, probably probably one of the last real niggas left. You um, know what I'm saying? Yes, this is true. But but last real nigga, one of the last real niggas. Probably left. one of the last real niggas left. You know, from that era. Now, um, but 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 I'm saying this. I'm gonna go back to 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 no limit. Now you look I at get where you're going all of these. Look at Kendrick was Kendrick was uh, uh, influenced by no limit. You know, uh, uh, on, you listen to uh, what Section Eighty where he's making the reference. He made a lot of references to to no limit. Kanye was inspired by no limit. He made references to no limit. Uh, them go. Uh, the, well, the, he he made reference to the gold ceilings. And um uh and nobody and, and click yeah masterpiece house uh future was definitely so yes what's your point the my point is nigga don't be at, don't be talking to me like that nigga what's wrong I will beat you I'm gonna tell mama fuck that yeah we ain't kids no more nigga what's your motherfucking point huh huh this nigga I, got mad I'm calling mama. <laughs> But no, my point, my point is this. My point is this. Master P had the biggest effect on his generation because actually he, he kind of had ran the late 90s for a minute. And the shit that he was putting out is a direct... Uh, Master P is pre-crunk. Little John is crunk and then there's trap. So it's a direct line and lineage from Master P to Future. And Future is doing an interpolation of what no limit artists were doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking to your point that whatever the generation does before is important because the generation afterwards is going to look at it and do, they're not going to exactly do what you did because they're the youth and that shit was old. They're going to take your old shit and put a, spin flip, on put a spin on it and call it some new shit. Once again, going back to Bun B's uh, uh, statement, you can't be mad when we throw it out and it comes back looking different. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. You're saying this new generation learned from the generations before them, which in this scenario, you're talking about Master P is one of the people they learned from. Right. And Scarface, Scarface taught Master P. Right. If right. he knows it or not. Um, what I like about Scarface and Master P, especially Scarface, is that they talked about the dichotomy between being an MC, being a, a, a street nigga. And trying not to be a street nigga. Right. They right. talked about the glamour of the dope game in the streets, and they also talked about the horror. Especially and Scarface. Especially Scarface. Especially and Master Scarface. P did that. Master P would talk would talk about um, you know, war wounds. That song Check My War Wounds. He would talk about Mama, I don't want to see you cry. So, you know, he had songs where he is would there talk a about heaven for a is gangster. There a heaven for a gangster? gangster. He questioned his, gangster. his existence as a street nigga. Uh. Is it right? Is it wrong? Sometimes he glorified it. Sometimes he horrified it. Um, and Master P is a real nigga to me. And, and especially right now, he's a real nigga because he's basically going back and saying, you know what, all that shit that I said, you know, stay away from that. That's a real nigga to me. And ah, he, so a real nigga learns from his mistakes. A real nigga learns from his grows. mistakes. A real nigga grows. A real nigga tries to help the next generation. A real nigga keeps a consciousness uh, a real nigga always remembers the people around him. 
Um, a real nigga is a real man. What? 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 Okay. Like I said, a real nigga is a real man. But let's talk about a real man to make things easy. A real man is basically somebody who takes care of himself, and he takes care of the people around him, and he doesn't bend or fold under pressure. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's whoa. a real Hold man. Hold up, wait a minute. Now, nah, obviously, wait. ain't nobody perfect. You wait, gonna, you gonna, wait a minute. You're gonna wait. bend to adversity. Hold up, wait a minute. Now, Young Thug could argue that same point. He can argue that same because point. he in a rap game to take care of himself. And the people around him don't think these niggas ain't getting no money. And they buy mama no house now. Okay. So once now let again, me let me go back to what I was saying. I don't know Young Thug personally. I don't know what he's doing in his personal life. So he could be a real nigga in his personal life, like you said. Ti said. So in his personal life, he may or may not be a real nigga. I can't speak on that. The only thing I can speak on is his music. So now let's go back to what I said. Is his music helping people as much as he could? I ain't gonna say should. As much as it could be. No, that's rhetorical. No, I, I'm 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 yeah. I'm gonna stand on the side of no. I think that his music helps people turn up. I think that his music is the background music to a lot of bullshit. I think that you know, but once again, I'm looking at his music as a grown man. I'm not looking at his music as as the next generation. I, you know. So isn't that kind of selfish and self serving? Definitely, definitely, and that's, def- definitely, and that's my definitely, point. Definitely. If you are that, that is exactly my point. If you are a real nigga, that means you're a real man. And if you're a real man, you take care of your house, your kids, and your wife. But you also take care of somebody that you don't have a connection to. If you are right. a real it man, it's easy. It reflects in what you do. Exactly. If you're a real you man, do. if you're a real man slash real nigga, it's easy to do whatever you got to do to make sure that your wife and your kids or your baby mama are taken care of. At some point, that becomes easy because that's just what's in your heart and you love them. What are you doing for the people that you don't know? What are you doing for the people that you don't necessarily love? The people that don't he, love he you. He go back to the hood and give away turkeys on Thanksgiving. That that makes you a real nigga. As cliche as that is, that that's kind of some stuff that he makes might, you a real. He nigga. might buy some. All of that makes Jordan's. you a real nigga. And if you are a hip hop artist, you started rapping because you love rap. And you're also rapping because you want to make sure you get your mama a house. You want to make sure you get your family a house. You want to make sure your kids are straight if you got kids, your wife, baby mama. So you are taking care of your immediate family because that is your responsibility as a man, as a real man, as a real nigga. But you're also a rapper. So your duty is to the culture as your well. Your duty, according to KRS One, your duty is also to the culture. Your duty is to and your family. On, on that note, and your right duty there, duty is also to your black family. On that or note, hip hop family. On that note, right now, we are getting ready to wrap up. So, what do we take away from this conversation? Me personally, if you're gonna be a real nigga, you got to be conscious enough to take care of the people who matter, and you have to stand on your beliefs and have a strong character. That's a real nigga, and. Again, you could be a banker with that same mentality. You can be a dope boy and a street nigga with that same mentality. Obviously, I would rather you be the banker, but you got to be a real nigga that takes care of the people around you and you're conscious enough to feed and support the people around you, whether it be your son and wife or whether it be that young boy at, in the playing basketball that you want to mentor. That's what's up. 
So, yeah, this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G. And I am Joey Burnham. And we will catch you again to all my grown ups. Peace. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast?